I'm Lori Hellman, an Indiana warrior mom who has navigated the autism world for 16 years and counting. My hope is to unite autism families by sharing experiences and taking a deep dive into this puzzling disorder. So thanks for joining me on Living the Sky Life, our autism journey. I decided to do a solo episode today to talk a little bit about just some recent feelings and some anguish that I've personally been going through of just how special needs children affect the entire family. On the most recent episode, when I had a conversation with Dana, who um, is an adult, and her older brother, um, as you heard, is um, has autism, you know, I, I asked her during our talk about how she felt as a child, even as a teenager, um, with having a, a sibling with special needs and if she ever felt isolated or, you know, that all of the attention was focused on him. And and she mentioned that, you know, occasionally she would have issues with, you know, Rob coming first. Um, but overall, she never really had resentment and didn't really feel that way. And, you know, I had commented that, my daughter says the same things and I had hoped that she was telling me the truth um, and that, you know, she wasn't feeling neglected in any way, um, that she was an inferior child for us because all of our time spent, you know, taking care of Skylar. And, you know, most recently um, she spoke up at a, at a medical appointment and said that um, a lot of the anxiety and the feelings of depression that she's going through as a teenager results um, from having her brother banging and carrying on and just wreaking havoc in our house and that she just goes to her room to avoid all of it. And I'm here to tell you, it broke my heart and I have not been the same since she said that several days ago. I guess I'm just not sure how to process that information. I have asked her for years, very proactively, all of the time, I feel like I'm constantly saying, you know, how are things going? How are you feeling? Especially since she entered the teen years, she has seemed depressed. And, and I know that that is such a prevalent issue going on with most teenagers in general, um, whether it's social media, comparing themselves to other kids, um, situations like that, even though she doesn't have any social media, she doesn't want any, which I'm so thankful for. Um, but I digress anyway. So I talked to her frequently about her feelings and, you know, when she started seeing a medical professional just about her feelings, um, at my advice, um, you know, I've asked her if autism in general and just growing up her entire life, with an older brother who she can't relate to, she could, could never play with as a child, um, and, and all of the things that you would hope an old, older sibling could do for you. Um, you know, even entering high school before you could tell you which teachers were the best and things to know about high school. And she doesn't get any of that because she has to pave the road, you know, completely for herself. Um, she's always adamantly said none of that stuff bothers her. All of her feelings and her anxieties have nothing to do with autism, nothing to do with her brother. Um, so to hear her say pretty poignantly um, that she is having a lot of 
issues with that. I'm struggling to know whether that's the truth or if everything she told me prior is the truth and if it's maybe easier for her to just now, instead of trying to figure out what her triggers are or what exactly is going on with her, if it's just a lot easier to just now respond with, yes, it's autism, yes, it's him, um, he is the root of, of all, a lot of my issues. So I, I just don't know what to do. I really don't. I mean, this is one of the points of motherhood that is so difficult because no matter if your child has one of your children or multiple children have special needs, you, as a parent of multiple kids, you always want to think that you're treating them equally Um, that they're being parented exactly the same, they're getting the same amount of attention, love, um, just every need is met equally for for all of your kids. And I thought I was doing that, and I feel like I, I was doing a good job at that. But, I mean, like I said, just to hear her say that she feels this way and has just now mentioned it at the age of 14, um, I'm just, I'm, shocked, I'm overwhelmed, and I feel like I'm questioning every single thing, every single parenting decision that I've made over the years, and reviewing the last 14 years of her life, thinking, what could I have done better? What could I have done differently? And what am I going to do in the future? She's still got three more years of high school, and then I don't want her going off to college feeling, you know, inferior to her brother or that she's always going to be second Um, because that's just not the case. I love her just as much as I love Skylar. You know, I I tried to talk to her a little bit and said, you know, probably everything wrong, but um, I I just reminded her that although Skylar's 16 years old, he has been pretty much in the state of a three-year-old for the last 13 years. And while I don't enjoy, you know, putting pull-ups on him every single day and taking care of his meals and helping feed him and all of the things that come along with what a typical three-year-old would need help with, if I could erase all of that and have him be more independent so I didn't have to spend every minute of my day and Josh spend every minute of his day making sure that everything is in place and, and handled for Skylar... I would definitely get rid of all of that extra effort that we have to put in. But that's our reality, and we can't change that, and we're just doing the best that we can to make sure that he's taken care of, that she's taken care of. And I also try to remind her of all of the things that we do just with her by herself. I mean, I swear we make a conscious effort so that this wouldn't be her reality that she wouldn't feel that she was, you know, left to her own devices on every day. I mean, she's a competitive dancer and I spend three months out of every winter, every weekend, it seems like traveling around the state with her, um, going to competitions and it's just she and I, and I love that because I was a competitive dancer too. So we bond over that. Um, we do all of those things you know, we spend quality time with her when she has a break from school and Skylar never has breaks from his school. So, you know, we'll go to the movies, we'll go out to dinner, just the three of us or just 
her and one of her parents. I just, I'm, I'm begging for any feedback for, for answers from other families and what you do to make sure that the siblings um, are all not feeling any, any bit of being left out. It's, it's so disheartening. And I, like I said, I don't know, it just breaks my heart. I'm sad that she feels this way. And, you know, and just being honest and being human, I'm also upset that we have such a great relationship and we talk about everything that if this truly was how she was feeling all this time, why now is she just telling me? I have asked and I've told her it's okay. It's actually normal to feel this way. I can't imagine what it would be like to have a sibling with special needs that I couldn't relate to. So any feelings you have about that are valid. But she always was adamant that, nope, I'm fine. It's nothing to do with him. It's my own stuff. I've got my own feelings. It has nothing to do with autism. So, you know, I'm a little angry that I'm, again, just hearing about this for the first time when I've asked her all this time. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I just don't know what to do. I called a um, a really good friend of mine um, who happens to be Skylar's uh, godmother, and she also has um, a child with special needs that's her oldest as well. And, you know, she gave me kind of the same advice that I'm feeling like I'm already doing, Um, you know, just making sure that I am spending quality time with my daughter. And, um, you know, just as soon as Skylar goes to bed at 730, we watch our shows that we tape that we really enjoy watching together um, and just trying to find more and more outlets for her to do things one-on-one with me. Um, I just don't know what other conversations to have with her. Uh, If she truly is depressed and anxious, I don't want to force a conversation that's going to make her feel more uneasy. Um, But I don't want to say nothing so it's just it's just really awkward right now of of how to handle all of these things. So I, I don't know. I guess I'm just taking to the podcast world to uh, just voice my feelings because I just feel so alone at this point um, with parenting. I, I'm just I'm sad that, that that her experience is this way. I, I just I can only hope and pray that when they're older and she's finished with college and she has a life of her own, that she looks back and it isn't just about this, that maybe there are some other things underlying that are upsetting to her and and bothering her. And she actually, you know, welcomes her brother's presence, (laughs) wants to invite him over and spend time with him, with her family. Um, I really hope that their story is similar to my last guest, you know, um, not that she would have to devote her life and her career in the field of autism and taking care of him, but just the the bond that the two of them share, I would love nothing more than to see my kids bond the same way. It would just take such a load off of my mind and my heart that they there's no resentment because it just, it crushes me to think that she doesn't like him. And and I know teenagers say that um, at times, I mean, my sister and I were the same way. 
as teenagers, you just one minute you love each other and the next minute you despise each other for dumb reasons. Um, but to hear her say that she doesn't really like him um, a lot of the time, it, it just it breaks your heart as a parent. It, it totally does. And I, and I just worry that it's, I haven't done it, but I keep thinking about, you know, saying to her, like, you know, trick-or-treating. You went with your friends and you got to have fun and run around and do all of these things. And, you know, he can't do that. He was home with us handing out candy. I mean, I could, the list is, is long of all of the things she gets to enjoy and do that he does not get to do. He's always at home with us. Um, unless we take him out somewhere. But again, he's with us and he has to do everything with us, nothing independent. And, you know, I I know that she's, everything with a teenager is in absolutes. It's every single day he hits me. Well, that's not true. He doesn't hit her. (laughs) It's maybe once a month he might smack her. He hits me every day, but that's, that's totally different. Um, You know, but I think she sees everything as so, dire and it's just woe is me and this is just horrible and I I don't want any friends over because I'm embarrassed and all of these things um I just find so hard to believe because she's just never been like that before so I don't know I guess I'm just saying I don't know what to do out loud and publicly (laughs) so I'd love to hear from anybody that has multiple children, you know, one or more with special needs and how your neurotypical children are handling having a sibling that needs a lot of your attention and your time um, and, and just how you cope with it. it. It just, it pulls at my heartstrings. It's so hard. I just want to be everything to everyone and I'm exhausted, but I figure, you know, I just... I'm constantly living in a state of making sure everybody is okay. Everybody's feelings are okay, and everybody gets what they need, and they're happy. And I worry about myself last, which is the biggest parenting no-no, <laughs> because if I'm exhausted and not taking care of myself, then I'm really worthless to pretty much everyone. So um, I've just got to get a handle on it. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll try meditation in addition to exercising or something. I don't, I'm not sure what to do. So if you have any suggestions or want to reach out, please reach out to the Living a Sky Life Instagram page, um, Facebook page, or email me um, at livingtheskylife.autismjourney at gmail.com if you want to remain anonymous. (laughs) But I welcome any feedback or validation that my feelings are normal and that this too shall pass, I guess is what I'm looking for. So thanks for listening to my drama. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and will tune in for the next episode in two weeks. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Living the Sky Life within Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Play so you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select that five-star rating provide feedback or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear about, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.